And we are live with DailySports.com, the Bet Like Mike show, episode number four. We're on the fourth episode already, uh, Mike wow. North. That's yeah, yeah, that's crazy to think about. Episode number four, a Thursday edition of the Bet Like Mike show. Uh, pretty good day for us yesterday. Not gonna lie, I, I hate the brag. I don't, I don't like the brag too much. Give myself a pat on the back, but we both, uh, we both did pretty good yesterday. I love to toot my own horn. <laughs> All I'm gonna tell you is that's a pretty good horn, by the way, without actually having a horn. <laughs> anyway, I went. Uh, I bet. I went three and zero. Oh. I didn't bet everything completely like i said i loved montreal okay Mm -hmm. with the puck line getting one and a half and i also could have taken them uh without the puck line but i didn't uh so i won that one one and oh st louis i won both ends i I had the 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 line the puck line and i had st louis winning and well then I done. won. Well done. And then and then I won. What did I have? The baseball game yesterday. I won the baseball game. Whatever one is slipping my mind right now, but I won that game. And you won Minnesota. I mean, in Chicago, you won the Chicago White Sox game. Yes, I did. I won the White Sox. Wow. I had the I had the Phillies game. So uh, feeling pretty good about that. The White Sox. It's just it's a formula. If they're against left-handed pitching and they're at home, just bet them. Don't even think twice about it. Don't even think a third time about it. Don't even think the first time about it. Just if you see left-handed pitching against the White Sox, just bet them. It's an easy yeah. bet. I'm with you. You know, and I, I don't want people to think I have some timers disease. I had the Detroit Tigers yesterday. <laughs> they won straight up. Yes, they, they did. Up. So basically, I I I I went three and zero. Oh, if you really want to talk about it, but uh, I ended up going four and one because uh, I told you to take the puck line and the game Montreal and the blues and you win two out of three with that. And then you just get the job done. So yeah, I mean, the white Sox are getting the job done. Yes, uh, they are. You're seeing some big day baseball today. We'll be talking about that today. Got a lot of stuff going on with that. Uh, the schedule thing. Thank God it's over <laughs> with, but we'll pick those games. It's a 20 fastest 20, 20 minute show in the world i love it it's my favorite it's my favorite thing to call this the fastest 20 minutes in radio and you know you're going to get your pick okay within 15 minutes of this show so i thought i'd bring up a topic absolutely to my heart jerry west very hurt very insulted that he wasn't uh according uh to genie bus a top five laker of all time now uh she listed lebron as one of the lakers i think laker you can't you can't do that already i mean LeBron, well, LeBron's a great player. He won a championship, I know, but man, I don't know about top five Laker all time. She listed Jabbar. She listed Phil Jackson. Well, Phil Jackson and her were sleeping together. Okay, Phil Jackson is a coach. Okay, and what happened to Pat Riley? And what happened yeah. to some of these other coaches? But Jerry West was insulted, and he says it's the biggest insult of my life. Well, I'm going to take it from a guy who's been insulted plenty for thirty years, even before that. Okay. Jerry West has probably been insulted maybe three times in his whole life. <laughs> right? Right. right. So, so he got, he for once, somebody d- decided not to put the logo and hoist the logo above other people, and he's hurt. And that's what happens when you're used to being patted on the back and somebody goes against you. All of a sudden, it's the most hurtful thing of your life. Yeah. You know? Well, it's it's just you've. 
you're the face of that organization for you're a long time. The NBA with the and, and you given, yeah, the face of the NBA, and you given so much to that organization just for Genie Bus. And look, I I think LeBron James, I I consider him one of the best basketball players I've ever seen in my life. But if we're talking about Lakers, LeBron's been there for like three I years. Agree. That's what, got <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Yeah, absolutely. What are we Red talking about? Just there? come out and said what he feels. He should have just yeah. come out and said, how do you put LeBron ahead of me? And gee, he could have said, how do you keep Phil Jackson ahead of me? Well, Phil Jackson won because I used to call him the doorman at the Four Seasons. He gets the $100 tips, the $50 tips. He yeah. didn't work the desk at the Red Roof Inn. He had Shaq. <laughs> he had Kobe. He had the best player. He had Jordan. He had Pippen. He worked with a lot of great players. You know Absolutely. What I used to say? You know what I used to say, John? If Phil Jackson, see, I think Red Auerbach was the greatest coach ever because he had to sell the tickets. He had to do his own scouting. He didn't have 15 guys on the payroll and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I said, if Phil Jackson ever had to do what Red Auerbach would do, he'd get, he'd get murdered. He couldn't put together a team. Yeah. And everybody used to say, you're just a hater. You're just jealous. I go, okay. Then he became the GM of the, uh, of the Knicks. And he finally had to do what Red Arbuck could do. And he fell flat on his Yeah, that, that wasn't great. The Knicks stuff wasn't good. It, it reminds me, it, I, and this guy ends up, he's a good quarterback. He's fine. But it's almost like Kurt Warner uh, throughout his career. If he wasn't throwing the Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce in, in, in St. Louis, then he wouldn't be good. Or if he didn't have Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden in, in Saint, uh, with the Cardinals, you know, I don't know. It, it just felt like you're, he always so benefited. About that guy bad groceries. He did. It's a remarkable story. It's a remarkable well, story. He, he won Super Bowls. But he was he, he was, was he he was carried by what was a very he worked with two I think really great. I mean, Torrey Holt and, and Isaac Bruce. They worked with a good quarterback. I well, he went the, to, to the Giants and did nothing, you know. And I, he went I, to Arizona though and made him relevant. But the, the, he had great receivers in Arizona. Larry they Fitzgerald was receivers. in the prime of his career, you know. Antoine Bolden was great. They had great receivers in Arizona before he got there. Well, I mean, yeah, I, it helps that I'm not saying he's a terrible quarterback. Just like Phil Jackson isn't a, a terrible coach, but I think he was elevated a little bit by the people Warner around him. Quarterback, they won titles. Look, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Jackson. But I think I could have won with my. I'm getting crushed for this. He did. Yeah. He was in. He was. He was with New York before Arizona. So what? So okay. He, but but then he came back and he did the job. Yeah, he did. I, I I'm not saying he's like a terrible quarterback. He's a You're decent. He's a coach. But yeah, well, yeah, comparing him to a coach, but it's just always felt like that same thing. I feel like Phil Jackson's a great coach, just elevated by a lot of the talent that was around yeah, him. He in the talent. Kurt he Warner worked it down. You could say Dick Vermeil because of, of Kurt Warner was um, elevated. You, well, yeah, because, oh, I would say. Dick Vermeil never won crap. I'll, he went I'll, to the Super Bowl. I'll give Dick Vermeil a little credit for taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl, at least. Roger Worski was, Roger Worski was good. But Harold Carmichael was great. Players. Okay, so now you so now it's not the players. It was Dick Vermeil. No, what well, are you doing? No, no, no. D Dick Vermeil, at least with the Eagles, I thought did a tremendous. Did year. Dick Vermeil win because of the talent at the Rams? Uh yeah, and he did. Okay, was that was a, that was an that was only, an extremely talented. Only you would make the quarterback position irrelevant. I'm not what making it. How many Super Bowls did they win? The Rams before he got uh, there. I'm not sure, actually. Probably. Not. I don't think they won any. 
<laughs> they went to two while he was there. Look, this is unfair to you to, to, to even dive into these waters. It's not fair <laughs> to you. This up. Let's go to the next topic. I, I got crushed. I just got absolutely crushed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know what's wrong with you. And you're wearing a Phillies hat. Yeah, at least they're they're winning somewhat a little bit. They they might sweep the Nationals today. We'll we'll get to that pick maybe. Uh, but you said Joe Girardi was a bad manager before we came on the air. But I, I would so I would tell you maybe their tailing ain't all that good. Maybe it's Bryce Harper and out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my God, Bryce Harper to me has done a great turnaround. He has been tremendous. Yeah. When he was with the Nationals, I couldn't stand the guy. Yeah. Okay. When he was with the Nationals, I thought, what a the guy's getting in fights with Max Scherzer and and you know yeah. in the dugout. Uh, he thinks he's all that. He's doing subway commercials. He's doing. AT&T commercials. He's in the on deck circle. Somebody says hi to him. Turns around. He's got the hair going. I go, this guy is not a team player. And baseball is an individual sport, but you got to act with some camaraderie. I got to be honest. He went to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And he's changed. He's been a leader. Yes. Absolutely. And they told him. He was smart enough to know, I don't need that crap. It's all only brought me grief. I hadn't done anything at Washington. And then he leaves Washington, and they win it all with yeah. Adam Eaton in right field. That did not look good. So then all of a sudden he goes to Philadelphia. And I'm watching him now. I'm seeing the guy that's under the radar, getting the job done, and there's no drama, period. Well, yeah, and, enough. And, and he's doing – everything a leader should do to help an organization win. I mean, he was even one that was in the owner's ear going, Hey, we need to sign JT Romuto back. We need to, we need to keep bringing these guys back. You need to sign these players or else we're not going to win. And so he, he has taken kind of the reins of the organization as a leader as you know, the guy in the locker room that's going to speak up and say, Hey, if we're going to win, we need to get this guy back. Now I, I love that. I, I think the, the mentality is there for him. Uh, he's hungry to win a championship, he has played phenomenal too. Like the off the field stuff's great. On the field, he has been a tremendous baseball player since uh, putting on a Phillies uniform. He's yeah. been great. And you know what? I think he's a stud, a star. And I yeah. think that uh, he's marketable, but, you know, he doesn't really want to be. He was marketable and he was on there, but I think he, he wants to win at this point. Yeah. Right. And then you look at a guy like Mike Trout who doesn't want to do anything, but he'll never win anything. He's quiet, very well, he's, quiet. Well, you know who he is, and people don't even realize this. He's Bruce Springsteen, okay? He's a great talent. He's probably as good as anybody. But Bruce Springsteen, and people are shocked when I tell them this, has never had a number one hit, ever. He had a number one hit in his whole life. Now, I don't know how big you are in Bruce Springsteen, but he's saying born to... I'm, I'm around the South Jersey area, so uh, yeah, yeah, Jersey go. people love Bruce Springsteen. And, yeah. and, and you know what? Deservedly so. Yeah, he's great. You know he's, he's never sold number one because he's, he's first of all, he's let his political beliefs be known. He did a commercial, which everybody panned when he was in a Jeep in Kansas, you know, wearing brand new clothes just recently. He, because I saw him in the 70s at the, Chicago, at the Uptown Theater in Chicago. He was fantastic. 10th Avenue Freeze Out, Born to Run. Great song. Uh, yeah, uh, Born in the USA, Glory Days. I love all these songs, but he decided that he wanted to be out there for other reasons. And there is no doubt he should have three, four, number one hits three, yep. four. He has zero. And Mike Trout's going to, he's going to have the same amount of championships. 
zero. But I compare them both. They're both good, great entertainers. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you know, Elvis Presley had 50-some gold. You know, right? Elvis Presley couldn't do no wrong. Yeah. No. And, and, and Bruce Springsteen, they call him the Jewish Elvis. No, you've got to get a number one hit. Well, yeah, let's. I guess maybe a good comparison with that is Elvis. Alan Sherman, you ever hear of him? Uh, no. I've Hello, Mada. Hello, Father. Yeah, that's a great song. And um, I think it was number one. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> to me, Elvis, though, in order to be the king of rock and roll, like he had this evolution throughout his career and changed and wanted to be a hit pop star. Bruce Springsteen kind of felt comfortable being where he was the entire time, and maybe Bruce that's what Mike Mike Trout is, just very comfortable being right. with where he is and what he's doing. I agree with and you. It's and not I changing. Saw, nobody puts on a better show than Bruce Springsteen or used to. Right. Okay. Nobody. But the guy had a kick-ass band. But because Elvis used to say, nobody wants to hear what my politics are, he's beloved. Yeah. And when you get into politics of any kind, there's going to be haves and have-nots. I know people that won't buy a Springsteen album. I don't play that game. I love Springsteen, okay? But there's yeah. people that won't. And so there's a trade-off, okay? And Bruce, I think his trade-off is great songs, maybe not number one, but he put on two, three-hour shows. Yeah, I saw Elvis, he put on a 45-minute show, belched and walked off the stage. Everybody loved him. Mike Trout puts on a good two- or three-hour show, too. That's it. <laughs> that, that is my, that's my only comparison. By the way, our guy Sia wouldn't want to be up, but happy birthday to you. Uh, after Magic Johnson, <laughs> well done. Magic Johnson was number one. I yeah, think Virginia, was. I think he was, yeah. I, yeah she was kind enough From to what put I was reading. in there. But, I mean, Elgin Baylor wasn't on the list. Uh, I mean, great, great Lakers weren't on the list, too. I mean, I don't want to have to go. James Worthy wasn't on the list. A lot of great players weren't yeah. on the list. So it wasn't Jerry West. I'm sure I'm sure there's James uh, well, Worthy. I'm, I mean, the Shaq deserved to be on that list over LeBron James. I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's crazy. That That is <laughs> nuts. I'm, and I think LeBron James is a terrific player, but he's been with the Lakers for. I think of him more as either a Heat player or a Cavaliers player. Not, I heard somebody not last night say they they thought of him as a Cavalier. That's yeah, that's what I would probably think of him as. Absolutely, I would never think of him. I'm, well, now they may win again, but he, it's not a LeBron team. It, it, it's an Anthony Davis team. So yeah, I mean that's just my opinion. I mean uh, Anthony Davis goes down. <laughs> well, Anthony tomorrow. Davis is a terrific. I mean that that pairing was was great for him because Davis is just an an otherworldly talent. He's so and, good. It, he is so good. And and you know what? You know who else is good? We are. I went three and zero last night. Nice. I like it. Now I thought I read di- uh, differently uh, when uh, I saw Boston. I thought was a postponed today. Uh, but the Boston Red Sox are playing the Oakland A's today. And, you know, the Oakland A's are my example of analytics gone wild. Okay. <laughs> Billy Bean. They made a movie about a guy that never has won anything. Uh, okay. But they're 23 and 15. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Boston Red Sox today. It's uh, 610 or out there where you live, uh, 710 Eastern. Uh, Garrett Richards going tonight, 2-2, two and two, 4.50 ERA against Sean Manaya. Yep. Okay. 3-1, three 3.07 ERA. Uh, the line is minus 113 Boston. Just, just take Boston. Just move on. I got a streak going right now. Just take Boston. That's my first one, my friend. How about uh, you? 
that's a it's a tough one. I'm thinking about going with the White Sox again, but uh, I'm a little bit afraid that Michael Pineda should have, a, their ass too much? should have a well, yeah, they've been kicking their ass. But now it's a right-handed pitcher, um, and you know they've been okay. I'm I'm looking at a first five under three and a half. But nice. uh, with the way the White Sox are playing, I'm probably just going to go with the White Sox at, on the money line at minus 137. Uh, it's hard to lay off of them uh, in this series. They've just been crushing the Twins. And at this point, you know, I, I don't think the price is high enough again with the White Sox, probably one of their best pitchers, maybe their best in Lance Lynn, against a bad Twins team. So I, I think I might just end up taking the money line. You know what? A little bit safer. I like that ride. I'm going to ride with you on the White Sox. I think Minnesota is horrible. Yeah. I think Maldelli's on his last legs. He's made mistake, more mistakes than Tony LaRusse had made early. And by the way, yeah, he, he's been bad. He's yeah. been bad. The team, I, I've been calling them the fattest team in baseball. I think that uh, they lived on last year's Laurel. So I really like that, that pick. Now, uh, one thing I don't do is force picks down people's throats. I won't try to come up with picks just to make another pick. Right. Um, I only have one more where yesterday, you know, I've had five on one day, four on the other day. Uh, and I've done real well, uh, but I don't push the envelope. If there's only a couple games that register, I'm going to take them. Uh, Philadelphia right now, the 76ers with uh, the boys, Embiid and everybody else, playing Miami tonight. It's shimmy, you know, it's at Miami. I'm going to take the Miami Heat minus the two right now. I don't know what it is now currently. I, I charted it this morning. Right. You know, Philadelphia, I think, came out of the gate favored a little bit. But I think that in a you know a, a game that you want some momentum in, I think it's gonna be it's the first game on TNT tonight. I am going to go uh, with uh, the Miami Heat. So I have uh, the Boston Red Sox in the Miami Heat. It's my only two picks tonight. How about you, pal? Uh, so the next one I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the Colorado Rockies. You love uh, them. They won again last night for you. Yes. Right? Um, they're, they're a decent home team. I don't know what to make of it or why it is, but a good home team. And uh, I think they're going to hit Luis Castillo hard. Luis Castillo is not very yeah. good. I know Luis Castillo for the Reds. Uh, not a great pitcher. Luis Castillo. He was, he was my plumber. <laughs> he has an ERA of over six and not good. Now the, the Rockies Ouch. don't have a great pitcher, but he's the Reds to be a lot better than that. Seriously. Yes, he is. He really oh, is. He's supposed side. to be good. Uh, so he's just not been great. So I'm going to take the Rockies. And then in my next one, I, a little bit of a risk here, but I think, I, I think they end up crushing yeah. this team, but Mike Fulton is on the mound for the Rangers. He gives up a lot of hard contact. Uh, Mike Fulton I'll give him a lot of credit. He's been good. Uh, better than expected, but this is a brutal matchup against the Astros. I think the Astros end up hitting him pretty hard in this one. They've been hitting the ball hard as of late, and Fultonavich gives up a lot of hard contact. I like Houston at home. All right. I mean, that is with conviction. And Fultonavich, I want to congratulate you uh, because when I first saw his name uh, a year or two ago, I, I thought his name was Falanachka. Uh, or something like that. Fultonavich. It's Fultonavich. Mean, that's a great sounding name, too. I actually love that. Mike Fultonavich. That's such a yeah. great name. That's really yeah, good. I don't think the announcers love it all that much, but he, can, <laughs> he, he plays once every four days. So I got uh, Boston tonight in, mm -hmm. in baseball, and I have the Miami Heat. And who do you have again, my friend? So I'm going to take the Rockies at plus 123 on the money line. I'm going to take the uh, White Sox minus 137 on the money line, and I'm going to take Houston on the run line uh, minus one and a half at plus 100. So even I mean, you don't even have to go out in mine. You don't have to go up there with the pick and the axe. This is <laughs> – this is your minding area. Danger. Men at work. Yeah. Men at work. We got the pickaxes. We got the heavy helmets. We got everything. We, we even got a Philly hat tonight. All right, buddy. 
We worked overtime yesterday. Great job today, as always. The fastest 20 Thank minutes uh, when it comes uh, to sports. We've hit it right on the dot. I'll talk to you later, Johnny J. Johnny J. So long, everybody. We wave like dorks. <laughs>